just going to get a disclaimer. Let's accept this quote. May contain conspiracy theories about disease. So, spoiler alert. Could be mature. Please, do not listen if you do not want to have any spoiler alerts. I am reviewing different shows, movies, TV shows. So, if you do not want to hear any spoiler alerts, please exit now. And I hope you all enjoy this podcast. I'm ready. I'm excited to get going. Okay, today, the content could be a little more chore for audiences. So please, as someone before listening to this video, it's mature and may be uncomfortable for some viewers. Viewer discretion is advised. Be cautious. This is more for adults. Or for those who get permission. Today for Movie Monday, 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 we will be talking about the Stafford Wives. The Stafford Wives is a 1972 novel the story comes Jonah, a talented photographer, wife, and young mother who suspects the submass of housewives in her new um, neighborhood may be robots created by their husbands. Yes, you heard that right. <laughs> Weird. The promise involves the married man of the fictional Fairfield County town of Stafford, Stafford and their Fawning, some massive, impossible, beautiful wise. The protagonist is Jonah, a talented photographer nearly, newly arrived from New York City with her husband and children, eager to start a new life. As time goes on, she becomes increasingly disturbed by the submasses wives of Stepford, who seem to lack free will, especially when she sees her once independent minded friends follow new arrivals to Stafford, turning into mindless housewives following a romantic weekend. Her husband, who seems to be spending more and more time at meetings of the local men's association, mocks her fears. As the story progresses, Jonah becomes convinced that the wives of Stafford are being poison or brainwash into some mission by the men's club. She visits the library and researches the past of Stafford Wise, discovering that some of the wives were once female activists and very successful professional and the, that the leaders of the men's club is former Disney engineer and other are artists and scientists capable of creating lifelike robots. Her friend Bonnie helps her investigate, going so far as to write to the Entertainment Protected Agency, EPA, to acquire about possible toxins in Stafford. However, eventually Bobby is also transformed into a housewife and has no interest in her previous activities. At the end of the novel, Jonah decides to flee Stafford, but when she gets home, she finds that her children have been taken 
and she asks her husband to let her leave, but he takes her car keys. She manages to escape from the house on foot, and several of the men's club members track her down. They corner her in the woods, and she accuses them of creating robots of the townswomen. The men deny the accusation and ask Jonah if she would believe them if she saw one of the other women bleed. Jonah agrees to this, and they take her to Bobby's house. Bobby's husband and son are upstairs, with loud rock and roll playing as if to cover screams. The scene ends as Bobby brainwashed Brand sends a knife at her former friend. And the story's um, ending, Joan Ann has become another Stafford wife, going through the local supermarket, having given up her career as a photographer. Raul Renea appears poisoned to become the town's next victim. In 1975, the book was adapted, in, adapted into a science fiction thriller directed by Brian with a screenplay by William and starring Catherine and Paula and Tina Louise while the script emphasizes on gender conflict and the sanity of suburban living and thus the science fiction elements are only lightly explored. The movie still makes it much clearer that the book that the women are being replaced by some form of robot. And now, we're going to talk about the second movie. Yeah, that's right. It has two. I was not expecting that when I was watching this. And I was like, wait, it has two movies? What? And are you sure? Like, where and when did this happen? Okay, Revenge of the Stefford Wise is a 1980s American made-for-television science fiction film or film inspired by the novels The Stafford Wise. It was directed by Robert with a screenplay by David. It is first in a series of sequels inspired by the 1972 novel and the original 1975 film. Set ten years after the original, a porlology sets the scene as a couple unhappily in Stamford, Connecticut, attempts to leave town. They are killed by the police chief. Spirit investigator TV reporter Kay Foster arrives in Stanford to do a story on the American town with lowest crime and divorce rates and the tightest real estate market in the country. Shri immediately notices the beautiful but complete and dismantis, uh, housewife woman of the town who take a pill four times a day with an eerie siren sounds. Kate meets Megan and Andy Brody. Newcomers to town. Megan is refreshingly down to earth and Andy is interviewing to join the police force and become a member of the Stanford Men's Association headed by refound but valid host Diz. He needs a research assistant and after being turned off by the seemingly plastic and uh, housewives of Stanford. She jumps at the chance to hire Megan. Okay, I'm lost with my thoughts. Okay, Foster is shaken by Barbara, nearly runs 
her down with the car that exhibits strange repetitive behavior at the accident site, yet has no recount I'm using that of the incident the next day. Um, hotel manager Wally seems guilty on the verge of dissolving something important to foster about his wife's ability to change when another attempt is made on Kay's life. Andy assumes the job with the Stanford police and making her shirts in a house when she is set to the men's association and disappears for a few days. Suspicious case sneaks into a garden party at the association attended by the townswomen there. Three new sisters are welcome, including Megan. All three wear the fairly and outdated fashions that are so popular in town and exhibits the brainless behavior of the other wives. Foster overhears Diz explaining to the husbands that the wives have been brainwashed and kept compliant by their thyroid pills to keep them sub basic they must not drink alcohol, miss the medication or be overly misaltered or the women will become hostile and uh, violent. Kay is discovered and nearly escapes at the men's seat out to track her down. Kay shows up at Megan's house, throws out her pills and compels her to sit, compels her to down some vodka. At first, Megan attempts to stab Kay and manically cleans the house. Overcome, she later recovers and the two women knock out Andy Kay. Now disguised as a Stafford wife, enlists the aid of Wally to help them escape. He betrays them, but having Antipated this, Kay managed to elude him. However, their plan to escape by train fails and Megan is taken to the men's association for reconditioning. Eventually, Kay arrives and holds Diz at gunpoint while Megan repeatedly sounds the pill siren. All the women of the town overdose on their pills, becoming aggressive and then violent. Having second thoughts about the scene, Andy shows up in the uh, rekindle and escape with Megan. Kay is finally brought by Diz, however, and just as he's about to kill her, he is confronted by the vengeful woman of the town. Screaming and clawing, they push him over a balcony, trample him, and literally tear him apart. Shocked and horrified, Kay makes her escape. At the same time, I say good for those women because dang, that dude just messed you all up. The first film aired on October 12, 1980. Despite the suburban setting, it was filmed in California as evident by the presence of palm trees and canyons. This is the first sequel in a drawing of stories suggested by not necessarily true to the original of the novel. Although the flea costume and even music suggest the original film, a new and different twist is written for the sequel. Later sequel includes the Stamford Children, which retains the concept of the original, but which the men were also transforming the children of Stamford and the sequel Stamford Husbands resent the compact but 
ears the role with the woman as the opposer role in particular. A 2004 remake began with the same compact but changed significantly elements and was made with an entirely different tune and ending. I did not know it had other spawns. Like, I was not expecting that at all. Huh. Let's see. The Stanford Children is a 1987 American made-for-television horror science fiction thriller inspired by the Stanford Wives. Lori and Steve Harring move with their children to town. Okay, you know what? Instead of reading this, I'm going to watch it, review it, and tell you all about it. I find this movie creepy. Because I would not want to be, like, a housewife like that. Like, a typical, like, oh, I'm a housewife and that's all I am and I don't do anything else and I'm a mother but I'm also, like, a robot. Yes, I enjoy cooking and kind of cooking. And I clean like a normal person and I'm a mom. Like, I don't know. It just seems... Even the grocery store is creepy. Like, just no. Definitely gives you a creepy vibe. I can tell you that much. Okay, I hope y'all enjoyed this movie Monday, Monday, Monday. I will try to watch and review The Stanford Children. And the other movies. I hope you had a great Halloween and a great week. I will hear you all tomorrow. <laughs> Yeah, no, I was being silly. Um, bye for now. And don't forget to check out True Creepy Things Tuesday and my True Crime Tuesday on my YouTube channel. Also check out my website and my TikTok. Bye for now. Have a great one.